Before we something just happened in the back. Um, before we get into it, uh, I wanted to just say that we had some technical difficulties at the beginning of this episode with, uh, with like delay and internet connection. So we kind of start after the intro we usually start with. But I'll take this time to just say this week we had the Oscar experts on, or the Oscar expert as they want to be known as, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. You guys should listen to it. Well, you already are. Okay, enjoy it. Good to have you guys here. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Um, I wanted to ask, like, just right off the bat, kind of, like, a little bit about you guys' channel, slash, like, how you guys got started. Because um, I'm, like, half interested about the videos and half about just, like, when you started caring so much about the Oscars, because it took me up until, like, three years ago to, like, really start feeling invested and pay attention to, like, other award shows and et cetera. So I'm just curious, like, when you guys started, like getting into it we but we started getting into movies in like 2009 mm-hmm. and i think a year or two after it, it wasn't like we, we started kind of caring about the oscars like we started watching some of the movies that were getting nominated like not even necessarily on purpose mm-hmm. but i remember liking the hurt locker and district nine and a lot of the movies from that year so I think we were we I think we did watch the Oscars that year, like the first year we started caring yeah. about movies. I think you started caring about it first. Like I remember you just talking about what movies were getting nominated and like that we should see like this or this movie. And I was like, Okay, sure. <laughs> and then that might have been so. That might have been so. I mean I remember and then I remember the next year thinking I, 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 I do have remember having a thought about like the social network when it got reviews and I was like, Oh, is this gonna be an Oscar movie? Yeah. And yeah. I, so it must have been pretty early on, but it just, it wasn't really ever completely inseparable from like just having movies on our radar that we were interested in watching. Mm-hmm. But then we first reacted to Oscars um, the year that American Sniper got nominated. That was not the first year. You <laughs> so remember the video where we're in our dorm in high school and I have like the little stuffed pig and, and that was when Paul That's Greengrass the first got year snubbed ever. And, and I gagged. That was the first year we recorded it. <laughs> No, because uh, I remember caring. Wait, that's 2013. That was the first year we recorded, but I remember giving a, a lot of a shit when oh, yeah, I think Ben Affleck got snubbed for Argo, and that, I remember that director category it gave me oh. a lot of you <laughs> okay. know, things to work through. <laughs> yeah, I still remember that. Yeah, so we we actually have been reacting loudly since 2013 or 2012. Okay, interesting. So yeah, I, and then and then we just started like. Well, I guess we started filming the early predictions, and then people were watching those, and then so yeah, that was like we, the we first... figured out after like a couple of years that we'd post like one or two videos that people kind of wanted to watch like what we were posting. Mm-hmm. So that's when we started like doubling down on the Oscar content. Wow. Yeah, in 2018 we started going hard on making Oscar content, but before that we d- we would do like I would get in front of like the green screen. And we would do, I would just like, I, I, would, I wouldn't even be like me. I would just be like kind of like an like a fake asshole who's just like <laughs> yelling at you about like what's getting nominated and fuck you. And 
we did that like a couple of years in a row, and every time we posted that, we're just like a May predictions, and I'm just being like incredibly confident and arrogant about it. <laughs> that that video would get over a thousand views. Yeah. So we were like, okay, like you know, if you're one of the only things that comes up, even if you have a small channel, when people search it, that's pretty good. Yeah. So we just yeah, and and, and the dislike bar was like further than the yeah. likes, <laughs> and people were still <laughs> engaging with it, which is weird. So. Yeah. Yeah, we used to, the dislike phase is over. We used to get, like, a decent amount of dislikes when we had, like, oh, on, like every video, yeah. <laughs> wow. And that was the days of Darren Buckley, our, our biggest hater. Because we didn't know how to be in front of camera, so we were just, like, doing, we were just, like, being the way that we thought was funny to each other, and it was, like, it came across really arrogantly. Yeah. But we were just, yeah. like, entertaining, like, each other and just kind of, like, ma fucking around. And we did the Star is Born trailer reaction. We were, like, a little bit making fun of the movie, but, like, not... Yeah. Not in a way where it was actually like we think the movie is going to be bad like but we just like to make fun of stuff and people yeah. thought we were like trashing the movie and nobody <laughs> liked it but it got like more views than anything we'd done before. Wow. So. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I I'm kind of like going backwards. I know we've we're past this but um I watched your one of your like nomination reactions from when you lived in like a dorm, I could assume because there were like a lot of other people there. <laughs> Yeah, And I'm just like, are you ever, because like, even when I record at like my parents' house, I get self-conscious about like yelling or doing anything goofy, but I'm like, you guys are so comfortable <laughs> like on camera and like also that early in the morning for nominations. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just amazed at the energy you guys have. Is that ever like, I don't know, do you ever have to like do anything beforehand or are you just like naturally super... You're just there. I think it's like the contagiousness of having a twin. Okay. A little bit. Like, it, it makes you not afraid to be weird because you, your twin's, like, gonna just, like, keep <laughs> you, like, going. Yeah. We, we, uh, and they're gonna, like, encourage it. fact about us is that if one of us is being weird, it will absolutely be fueled and then amplified by the other person <laughs> thinking it's funny. <laughs> so, it's like you're both naturally improvisers just because you're twins. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah I mean, very like true. the yeah. grocery, like you know, when we we're like teenagers, like we're like 19, 20 years old, it was like difficult. Like we could goof off in the grocery store too much, and my mom would be like, "I can't believe you're doing this in the grocery store. You're 20." Because <laughs> we're filming each other and shit. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, my parents are they're aware of the oddness. And then, you know, eventually, I mean, it's weird. It's gotten to the point where, like, I'll, I'll like, mention my channel, like, before I meet someone on a dating app. Mm -hmm. And they'll have seen videos of me being a fucko <laughs> before they meet me for a first date. <laughs> so it's, like, to the point where I really don't, e like, I don't even care if, like, a stranger knows about it. Mm -hmm. Like, how, like, the, or sees the weirdness. Yeah. So I guess it's, like, just become, like, no, no borders yeah. between, like knowing that fucking weird part <laughs> it's like but, yeah i i'm just like it, you guys are the <clears throat> like the only reaction channel that i actually feel like satisfied when i watch the video because you guys i don't know i'm, I'm <laughs> always very entertained um because other ones like people nodding along slowly like, yeah. yeah okay and they're like okay oh which is Christian which is like Stewart. a normal way to do it yeah 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 and then and then when Kristen stewart you're just like <clears throat> <laughs> all yeah. over the room yeah <laughs> that, yeah um Man, that's awesome. Are you guys at all into sports? I'm just, because 
like I, I would say I've talked to a lot of friends about this because I'm not at all into sports, but I look at the Oscars in the same kind of like fun, competitive way where I'm like, this is I understand what people get out of like the Super Bowl because <laughs> I'm like, this is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to say like this is my Super Bowl, but I'm like, this is I just see the, the appeal. It's super fun. I mean, if if I like I watched the Super Bowl with friends mm-hmm. and like I know the rules of football, so I was like able to get a little bit into it, but. I, like, can't dig on anybody for liking sports because the Oscars are, you know, you could make the argument that they're just as trivial or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have no, re- like, there's no reason to actually, like, be invested in that, on that level with them. Mm-hmm. But so no, I get yeah, it. We, we don't, um, we don't watch sports or, like, really care. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why, like, the Oscars, I agree, they, like, bring, they bring people like us, like, a little closer to understanding a sports fan, mm-hmm. I guess. Because it's like excitement for the sake yeah. of being excited. Yeah, I think everybody... like it's like hype. The more you hype yourself up about something that's like, you know, pretty dumb or like bound to upset you, like the more fun it is when it does upset you. Right. Well, I think it's it's good. Like, a lot of people who are into like art shit are really. Um, they're like, oh, sports ball. Like, fuck, <laughs> it's stupid. People caring about sports, but it's like. You, like, cheered in a Marvel movie in the theater. Like, everybody has to have something that they care a stupid amount about. And, you know, I, I yeah, that's just what ours is. Although, I do think there probably is a large crossover in the Venn diagram between sports fans and people who like Marvel movies. Probably. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> I think they should do, like, yeah. a whole Marvel halftime show thing where they have... It, but they don't... They, they Even though they probably could get people like tom holland actually go there they get everybody to do like the the blow up abs like halloween suits and they just have like really like really bad like they're marching around and like you know dancing to like the numa numa or something like really stupid at the halftime show that'd be really fun wait i, I have a question for you both so, like how how like so how into marvel are fratty people i <laughs> I can't speak on this because I I was never in a frat. I, but you may know. Yeah, my <laughs> brother was in a frat. Your brother, yeah. Oh. Uh, but I was not in the frat. Um, but I I think that fratty people watch Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, is the only thing I'll I'll take away from that is that meeting a lot of my brother's friends who are also yeah. in frats. They seem like the people who, if they do go to the theater, that is why they mm-hmm. would go. Yeah, I th- I would say yeah, I've met people like that. Like I, I yeah, I think fratty people. That's the only time they would go to the theater. I would say I don't know if they're like right fans, but that is definitely the only movie they've seen in the last three years at the AMC. Yeah, I don't think that they're getting really deep into like all of the connection yeah. between all the films. I think they just go for like mm-hmm. the show of it. But I don't think that people in frats are generally going to see Portrait of a Lady on Fire in theaters. You don't know that. <laughs> oh, my fraternity, like, they they stand Celine Siama. <laughs> they all wear, like, that shirt that just says Celine Siama. Yeah. That's, like, their whole thing. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, speaking of French film, I guess, this is my attempt at a segue. Uh, you guys went to Cannes, from what I understand? Um, I went to Cannes. You went to Cannes. He didn't go. How yeah. was that? I'm like you went in person, I assume. Um, yeah, and I and I hope I'm going back this year. Hell yeah, that's amazing. I I thought that was that was really cool. Um, and I'm just like, 
I, I, I have watched like some of your non Oscar related like reviews kind of from like can coverage and whatnot. Um, and I'm just like, I honestly am like curious about like kind of what you guys' favorite. You've probably like made videos about this, but like what are some of your favorite movies from the last year rather than just like, you know, best picture speculation? Um, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of can, I had the same number one as you did last year. Teton. Teton. Big fan of that. <laughs> Wait, that and was... the year before, aren't you like a big I'm thinking of ending things fan? Yeah, I, I was I was a big fan. I don't think it was my number one, yeah. but it was like really high on that list. <laughs> oh, okay. but your number one was Marriage Story the year before. Yep. Correct. Which was Okay, so we shared that number one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Identical taste. taste. Yeah. Um also worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. I watched your can video before going to can, so I had everything I, I needed to know about it right in my back pocket. Not... I watched it every day throughout the festival. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Mass, come on, come on. Those were like top movies. Mm-hmm. We liked Vortex a lot. Okay. Gaspar knows oh, Vortex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying something else, but yeah. Vortex, in... Vortex is great. The Father, Pig, if that counts, yeah. That counted for me. Yeah, Pig for sure. Uh, what else is on my top ten? I mean, that was my, my top five has been mine. covered. Mm-hmm. I mean, Summer of Soul, best doc of the year. Oh, yeah, Summer of Soul. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I like St. Maud a lot, too. Nice. That's a good one. I don't know if that counts for this year for some people, but... Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'm like, is Judas and the Black Messiah a 2021 movie or 20? It it is. 20? It definitely is. <laughs> yeah. It's just the Oscars confused people. Yeah. Understood. They actually got people to say that that was a 2021 movie, which is really weird because it literally nobody had seen it in 2021. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean 2020. Yeah. The year before. Yeah. Um. Very weird. Um. I was they control the calendar. Yeah. I was gonna ask. Um. Just like, what do you guys? In light of, I know you guys made a whole video about this just recently about the category thing where they took away like what was it like five or eight category? I forget the number. Eight. Eight. Damn. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, what are your like quick thoughts on that? Slash, my my takeaway from that was that they are trying to obviously get more people to watch the Oscars because they don't think people care about them, but I think those are completely irrelevant to why people aren't watching the Oscars. Um, so I'm just like, do you think there'll be a point where like nobody cares about the Oscars to a point where they'll stop broadcasting them slash do you like, where do you like, what do you see for the future of the Oscars? Basically? I think even if there was a point where almost nobody cared, like I was saying before, I was impressed that the Oscars ratings are still higher than like the bachelor finale. Like I think, it'll still be worth it for them to have a show. Like, they're going to get, like, some millions of viewers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might have to budget it down or something if people really aren't watching and they can't get the ad revenue, but... um, Yeah, I think it's going to be some show. Yeah. Anyway, you have, like, a general thought about the... I Uh, saw something that I want to, like... That I oh, right ahead. before going here. No, I have to I have to read it. So you have to say something, and then I have to see if it's true. (laughs) Oh, shit, I have to think about things. Uh, Yeah, I don't think they're, like, being existentially threatened yet i mean i'd have to see like a little bit more um i don't know i'd have to see something else going on to think like oh they're not gonna happen in the next 10 years Mm -hmm. um i just think they're going through like a phase or a crisis where or kind of an identity crisis um 
where they recognize that the movies are nominating there's like a big gap between that and what people watch and so their network is like how do you get people interested in movies i haven't seen and they can't figure it out yet mm-hmm. that's yeah um, mm-hmm. i see a little bit more like enthusiasm for this year compared to last year i don't know if you felt the same thing in the air but last year i was really out of touch and oh yeah last year was dead like even people who were into movies weren't like hadn't seen the movies Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i I, my friend labeled like last year as like the b team and this is kind of all the studios pushing out like the actual like big (laughs) people Um, yeah we're kind of back to normal in terms of like the the level of like you know studio produced films Mm -hmm. that we're seeing in the lineup i think pretty much there again which is refreshing i would say yeah Um, yeah it definitely is it's not just like, yeah, I think last year was very, it was very obvious from the crop that this was like the year of the pandemic. Yeah. So totally. Oh, do you have your, uh, I, I, well, Mil, Will Mavity said that they, he linked an article and said that they're going to, they were going to like tweet the winners that they pre-film before the show. And, oh really? Well, I couldn't find that in the article, so I don't know, but that, that would be like ridiculous if they did that they're gonna tweet them yeah i wouldn't i just wouldn't check twitter i guess well they're they're filming the eight categories that they don't want to air live an hour before and then editing them Mm. so into the show this was like oh they're gonna tweet the winner like before it's broadcast because it will be known i mean they might leak too that's which would ruin the fun on my part yeah (laughs) the they might walk it back they're pre-recording them but they are still filming them with the, the audience there, right? Yeah. They're just, like, going to yeah. trim the hell out of it because they, they think nobody gives a shit. And what you were saying about, like, that, like, um, they don't really... They're they're cutting things that, like, aren't actually going to change the way that people like, view the show. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, like, they keep making moves to try to, like, based on what they think that the audience does and doesn't care about. But... You know, in our video, we were talking about how we think that the Oscars could do so much to try to get people to care more about mm-hmm. what they're watching and more about, like, the crafts instead of saying, well, you don't care about production design, so we're going to just skip through that. Like, I think it's possible yeah. that people actually don't care about the crafts and they're like, ah, these people getting awards who mm-hmm. I've never seen before. But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that if you're, if you're like, the the... Industry, if you're the industry and you're trying to celebrate like, the achievements and like you got to make people care because it's really cool stuff it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like it's bo- inherently boring yeah but like they've also done it forever like they've had they've presented these awards forever and yeah every year that they had good watch amounts they did yeah. that it can't so be that people like suddenly don't want to see it I, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah yeah i mean i think that you both made a good point about how the oscars has become an award show for the niche people that watch all these films but they're trying to broadcast it to like the mass public who have pretty much not watched any of these films because it's not like you know in the 70s where the films that everyone would go to a theater to watch are the films that are being nominated it's not like everyone goes to watch marvel films which are only nominated for like best special effects and no one cares about that exactly it's like you're not seeing you know chris pratt be nominated for best actor for jurassic world i was talking to a fake raccoon yeah 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 exactly it's kind of yeah yeah, so that's like a lot of where the conflict and 
the like self-hatred comes yeah. from because no one's like watching power of the dog and who's, who's just a guy <laughs> drinking beers on his couch and is like <laughs> tuning in to see if benedict can pull through with yeah. the win maybe he'll like recognize his own internal homophobia and have a breakdown <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing is like with power of the dog and nomadland potentially being the past two winners mm-hmm. I wonder if some people are going to be like, well, you know, I try to watch the Best Picture winner, and, you know, the last two years, they've been, like, a little slow, and, uh, you know, I just think the, like, the, you know, that could turn people off if they're like, oh. Who are know. used to seeing, like, a Green Book win. Yeah, or even, yeah. like, Parasite, or a trial of Chicago Shape 7. of Water, like, a lot of the, like, recent winners are um, yeah. more broadly entertaining, I guess you could say, than... Mm-hmm. Nomadland and Power of the Dog. So yeah, Power but, of the Dog's like probably one of the most narrow recommendations I could make for a movie that might win Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. I so I I see a lot of like the mass, pub, like the general public's opinion on where movies are at through my mom because I'm like she is kind of represents that <laughs> person, and she's like yeah, oh, yeah. I use my parents' bet too. Yeah, she's just like where what happened to like the good best picture nominees and i'm like we have good best picture nominees and she did really like power the dog um Hmm. but she's just like looking back at 2019 she's like there was like parasite and jojo rabbit and i think she said knives out that did not get her knives out that wasn't even nominated but i'm just like she kind of has a point like there was a lot of like yeah like you said like fast-paced a little bit more like appealing to the general public uh as far as well, what was being nominated mm-hmm. but it's not yeah, that they're it's bad funny cause like yeah i mean i remember um like when there there are people who are like what happened to you know like the 70s when all the movies nominated were like the stuff that probably recognized mm-hmm. and stuff that was recognized by the oscars and then you're like oh what about the 90s with like braveheart and titanic and and in a way like i've seen a lot of nostalgia for 2019 where it's like oh remember 2019 like people watched joker and marriage story and parasite and like 1917 and ford v ferrari like that was the last like very normal year Mm -hmm. and you know then the pandemic hit and i don't think it's a coincidence that the past two years have felt like the lineups are a little bit different Mm -hmm. and i don't know how long that's going to take to rebound because there's a lot of different factors that go into it and I mean, now I'm thinking about how movie, like, because of the results of the pandemic and, like, what people can expect movies to make now being so uncertain, like, we might get less of these budgets thrown at movies that might normally be produced. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, Scorsese's I mean, if you got look a at, If you look at movie. this year's lineup for 2022, like, we have a lot of, I think we, we're, we're going to have maybe an even more normal year, like, more back to the... Um, larger budget dramas that a lot of people are engaged with so you mean next year yeah or this year well this year's movies for next year oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've already we already are predicting we already have a list <laughs> for yeah. next year ron howard's 13 lives stuff like that <laughs> yeah stuff like that damn marry me big contender for yep. next year yeah um <laughs> yeah jennifer lopez redemption for her hustler snub that will drive her all the way to best actress nomination yeah um well yeah that that is weird because i'm looking at like the nominations this year and i feel like dune is the biggest like uh the one that overlaps the most with like audience reception like people actually saw dune but even that i'm like my mom did not see dune and she will never see dune (laughs) she's like that's not my kind of thing and it's 
who would your what like which film would your mom pick for power of the dog she's like a huge power of the dog fan which is really she loved it my dad hated it uh but it's because he fell asleep like 20 minutes in and was like that was a little slow but yeah um i think my my mom would be coda (laughs) and then king richard that's yeah see i knew she was gonna love those movies and and they she really liked them both my mom hasn't seen king richard yet i know she's gonna love that a lot (laughs) yes there's a lot yeah my mom definitely would pick tick tick boom which is not i keep recommending it but it's not even nominated yeah 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 oh yeah for sure that that's not <laughs> gonna matter to her. She she's not gonna yeah. watch the Oscars. I can just tell her if Tick Tick Boom won. She'd be like, great. She'd be happy. Um, I've been trying to get my mom to watch Tick Tick Boom, and then I got her to watch In the Heights, and she liked. I mean, she's going to like Tick Tick Boom. She liked In the Heights. Yeah. yeah. Also, King Richard. Like that's a yeah. movie that in 2019 that might have made a lot of money, and it would have been like, oh, that movie made a lot of money, and the public recognized it. But like this year, that's a off the radar like this year king richard is an off the radar movie which is so weird mm-hmm. yeah i mean there are a lot of really good like films that are really good recommendations for anybody who's just kind of interested in checking out the nominees that they just happen to not be that uh recognizable but yeah not not for any lack of like the movie being appealing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i we just watched nightmare alley uh speaking of tick tick boom <laughs> and i it i think having watched it it makes a little bit more sense in my opinion that getting a best picture nom over tick tick boom even though i was mm. equally as shocked i feel like on that because i really thought tick tick boom had a chance but yeah oh yeah i, I, I kind of liked like, nightmare alley they nominate this? yeah mm-hmm. i like nightmare alley too i think it was i i mean i don't know if i thought it was as good as like shape of water but i mm-hmm. i don't get why it's so divisive for people like Mm -hmm. it kind of tells you what it's going for like a few times i mean i watched it i watched the first like 30 minutes i might finish it again but i was like why were people so confused about like the intentions of the movie like i don't understand that part yeah um i want to kind of drift into prediction territory uh even we're not gonna obviously predict everything but i'm just like curious about you guys as like updated like current predictions for a few categories um slash like what you want um i like best picture i think we can all agree like power of the dog is obviously gonna get it hope like hopefully um yeah. is that you guys's pick as well or yeah it has like everything going for it right now including stats like it has all the major stats. It's the only movie that's hit like all the huge correlative stats, like getting a DGA nomination and getting an editing nomination, uh, be, you know, possibly winning a screenplay or director award. Like it's, it has every box checked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, then it's the only one. Yeah. Yep. Um, as far as best actor goes, I'm kind of curious of like both of you guys' pick and prediction and Jeff's. <laughs> um as someone who's a little bit more out of touch because i there's one person in there that i've been like yeah he's gonna get it this whole time and i feel like as of recent i don't feel as confident about it um obviously will smith (laughs) uh but i don't know i don't know what what are you guys thoughts well will smith andrew garfield sings a lot (laughs) he does sing a lot andrew garfield everyone everyone loves the pipes (laughs) 
but I, I feel like that's that's he's not gonna win. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Right? Yeah. No, he's not gonna win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. That's what I thought. There's maybe like a small chance right. that Tick Tick Boom was was more liked and if it got nominated for Best Picture, but I don't think um Yeah, if it got nominated for more awards, yeah. I think. But <clears throat> right. it's gonna I think it's gonna be Will Smith or Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be one of the two. And I'm we're wondering how good um Benedict Cumberbatch's odds actually are because critics seems like the clear favorite Mm -hmm. and power of the dog has been doing so well that I expected to win an acting award somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, and I actually don't know like whether it would be him or Cody Smith McPhee or both or maybe neither, but probably one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't have to. I mean, like it doesn't have to. The but Shape like, of Water and Birdman. Like no, no, that. it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. But it's just my hunch that it would win an acting award. Well, I, yeah, I agree, and I feel like also it, what movie with four acting nominations ha- didn't win an acting award? Oh, well, uh, American Hustle. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but usually, <laughs> if you have four nominations, someone. <laughs> Yeah, um, all the fact that too many facts. But I think, because Will Smith has been the narrative, like even before, like the fall festivals, even before mm-hmm. it came out, that he was gonna like steal the Oscar, and then he would like people saw the movie, and he's like really, really good in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's we don't know how like compelled they're gonna be by the narrative to like finally give Will Smith his Oscar. Or if they'll just kind of throw it out the window, like they've done a couple times, where we can see like a, a really strong narrative shaping for somebody, and then they'll just be like, "Well, Anthony Hopkins, like, yeah." Instead of Chadwick Boseman, wasn't and he supposed really to care. like have a a, a comedy stand up set, or or like a book deal <laughs> go through? Will Smith, he wasn't. Oh he yeah, he's like a Netflix special and a yeah, book. But deal. like, where is it? Like, are they gonna know. like are they gonna throw that? Wait, what if Netflix is like? We want Benedict to win. We're not going to put your fucking special oh. on. Wait, is it? Is it even a Netflix <laughs> no, special? that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you don't I know. have no idea. Have you no do idea. not know. But yeah, I mean, I, I think Benedict could conspiracy could pull thing. a um, what is called an Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, what is in, in, in potentially winning BAFTA and Oscar. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious if the Critics' Choice could go towards him. I mean, it's clear from the critics groups that people who love Power of the Dog are also awarding Benedict. And if the Oscars are going to embrace Power of the Dog, I don't know. Was it's there? Kind of a, I don't know. I, I view it more as a coin toss than other people. Some, some people still think Will Smith just has it. I'm thinking back to the Best Actress win like two years ago with Olivia Coleman. And did she? Because that was like a crazy surprise. But like, did you guys see her? Was she like winning a lot before the Oscars? Like, was there any sort of momentum there that. She won the BAFTA, which was okay. big. And she won the Golden Globe comedy. Yeah. Which, you know, doesn't really mean that much. Right. Yeah, the problem was like, I mean, the, the part of what was surprising was Lady Gaga was the front runner that year when Stars Born came out, which came out earlier than most of the nominees. Yeah. And then people were speculating she could win. And then Glenn Close and the wife, this was like, well, if you're going to nominate her for like, the fucking whatever seventh time like you may as well give her the oscar already yeah and then she actually started picking up the award so like this was really taking hold and so that's why people thought like you know it was lady gaga and then it was going close and then like olivia coleman wasn't even on people's radar that much until she won the bathtub yeah and she's not even like i mean she's arguably not the lead in that movie too yeah um, yeah <laughs> So that was a really weird, it was a really weird win. Well, it's also, I think a lot of it was because 
Glenn Close was in a movie that people were just voting for Glenn Close to vote for Glenn Close and only mm-hmm. like half of them had seen the movie. Yeah. And the favorite was nominated across the board. Mm-hmm. And I think that definitely was a factor. Yeah. But yeah. it was, yeah, very unpredictable. Totally. Yeah, but so BAFTA we... can call some of the last minute like changes in momentum. Mm-hmm. Or, or not. Or they'll just be like, oh, you just gave it to a British person because that's what you do. That's fair. Benedict Cumberbatch. He's British, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Name like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think my I'm going to go full Benedict Cumberbatch going into Oscar mm. night because I, I just feel like that's the kind of like switch they'll make. Um, even though, because Will Smith's never won an Oscar, right? I feel like that. No. Yeah. That's another thing he's got going for him, and he's Will Smith. That's a huge thing he's got going yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, people haven't been like the like. That hasn't always played out. Where the we need to give them an Oscar. Mm-hmm. We gave Frances McDormand her third Oscar rather than giving Viola yeah. Davis a lead actress Oscar or Carrie Mulligan, who doesn't have any Oscars. Like, so I don't think they 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 don't seem to vote on that. Speaking of, I. I, I was really surprised when Frances McDormand didn't get any nomination this year. I feel like when Tragedy Macbeth was originally kind of like announced, I was like, oh, that's an obvious, both of them are getting nominated. Oh, yeah. But then I like, I feel like I was following Gold Derby and she was just not really a part of the conversation for a while, um, which I don't know. I, I thought that was like kind of surprising. And I think it's maybe because Could she's be- won so much that maybe it's just <laughs> time to put it away. She didn't want to win. She she yeah. didn't want to be nominated this year. Like she actively was like, stop, stop. Like cause I remember in 2017 with three billboards, there was some speech that she got. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like an indie spirit or like a critic's choice or something, but she was like, she said something like, give it like she was implying like give it to somebody else. Like yeah. for God's sakes, like <laughs> I already have this recognition. Like uh, someone else could use it. Yeah. And then she, that's when she won a second time. Yeah. So like <laughs> she, I don't think she wants to win. She keep winning. Like she didn't, you know, campaign for it. It was also tricky because it was sort of like a, a lead supporting. And yeah. I think that's yeah. probably why gold derby didn't have her like high up early on. Cause I feel like they would have, mm-hmm. cause she, they didn't know where she, whether she was lead or supporting. Yeah. Um, but when I saw the movie, I was like, I don't think she's going to get nominated for that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if she's in lead, which they did put her in lead. Then I was like, I don't think she has a chance. Gotcha. Because I just don't think it was like exciting enough to like take hold. I mean, she's good in everything she's in. Mm-hmm. But that was more like Denzel Washington's show. Yeah. And I think it is at this point. It's like, give it just like give it to someone else. Yeah. Interesting. Um last one i promise this will be the end of this but i'm just best actress i feel like is the toughest one for me to predict i like i i could go anywhere part of me is like rooting for Kristen stewart again to win even though i don't even i didn't think she'd get nominated but i'm like there's there is i thought like when i first saw spencer i was like yeah she's got it in the bag but a lot of people hate her performance and i'm just so yeah, I don't know, but what are uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Also, Jeff, what, is, could, what are your could predictions? Could go a lot of directions. Let's hear from Jeff first. <laughs> Jeff's. So I'm gonna be honest. I have not seen any of the films. That's for that's this fair. category. That's fair. Um, well, your take your is just means just as much as mine, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's unbiased. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go Nicole Kidman. 
Do you think? I mean, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Actually, though, yeah. I, I that's, a, that's a good pick. Being the Ricardos is the only one that I'm really like planning to not see. <laughs> I really don't want to sit through being the Ricardos. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want to see it either, and I was like hoping I'd be pleasantly surprised, and it was fine. Like, it was you know sort of breezy, but it was like the most underwhelming Sorkin <laughs> film I've seen. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm usually. not really like rooting for that movie overall. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't hate if she won because she was good, mm-hmm. but. It, it was it wasn't it wasn't a performance that I wanted to give an Oscar to though. No, I think if you want Kristen Stewart to win, you have to root for as much chaos as possible, <laughs> which means Lady Gaga taking the SAG or the Critics' Choice Award. Like that's what you need to root for. Yeah, because then then it shows like there's no one else that is being competitive, like is super competitive right now. Yeah. And so it's anyone's game, and then maybe that's where Kristen Stewart could win. I mean, it might not be anyone's game. Like there's a chance that. It's just Nicole Kidman's, and she just starts winning everything. Yeah. And I was impressed with the Oscars' taste this year, though, which gives me a little bit of hope for Kristen Stewart. Although they didn't nominate Spencer Yeah, but they else. nominated J.K. Simmons. Yeah. So they, <laughs> I don't know. Which was, like, pretty unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. And Javier Bardem, which didn't... That was very unnecessary. But, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think... That, it could, be it could really go, like, a lot of directions. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's just going to be so much vote splitting. Like, how do you... How do you like predict when everyone's gonna get like their you know twenty yeah. percent of the share? Like it's so. I mean, I don't. I, I feel. I don't think I'm gonna get it right. Looking at the nominees again, I think I'm feeling good about Jessica Chastain, even though I haven't seen that movie. It just feels like, I mean, that got one other nomination, but I'm like, I feel like Best Actress usually goes to a movie that does not have like anything at the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And that it's feels so, like it's that movie. So baity. Which I guess it, it feels like that movie, and I don't understand why she's not the front runner. Actually, Spencer is also technically that movie because it's really like true. Doesn't have shit, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's someone a good pointed movie. out though that like when you are the lone nominee or when your movie has like makeup mm-hmm. outside of actress, and that's it. Usually, if you're winning, you are like you're like heavy heavily competitive. Mm-hmm. Like you're sweeping. Like you're sweeping. You're winning all the awards, like uh, Julianne Moore or uh, Renee Zellweger. It's mm-hmm. just obvious. So Chris and Kristen Stewart and Jessica Chastain. You know, we can't tell if they're like heavily like competitive or if they're just kind of like happy to be in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? What? What? Why are you confused? That didn't seem to make sense to me. It sure but did. I don't know why it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it sure did. Um. Did you guys see The Eyes of Tammy Faye slash is it worth watching? Because I was kind of... I actually liked it, like, a decent amount. Okay, cool. Yeah, you should watch it because, like, Jessica... If you're curious about Jessica Chastain's performance in the movie, she's, like, she's just... I think it's, like, her best performance. She's amazing in it. Cool. So I would recommend it. It was, like, a really fun watch, and it did... It was, like, a little bit moving. Okay. Um, I think people are too hard on it. It has a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was it's really a little good. bit of a biopic, but there were things about it I liked a lot. Like, yeah, I was a fan of it. Cool. Yeah. Noted. I'll watch that before being the Ricardos. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it better than that. <laughs> we have a few questions from both our Patreon and subreddit, if you guys are cool. Uh, just a quick bunch mm-hmm. uh, that we can slide through. Uh, this first one comes from Cyhots9292, and it was... 
Uh, what was your favorite surprise on Oscar morning? Mine was Jesse Buckley, which was also my cool. favorite surprise. Because <laughs> uh, I did not see that coming at all. But what about you guys? We know what his was. Uh, I freaked out a lot when the worst person in the world got in screenplay. Totally. I partly thought, like, oh, my God, like, are they going to nominate an actress in picture? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, which added to the excitement, but it's still, like, I will take the screenplay nomination. Mm-hmm. I was very happy with that. I did love Jesse Buckley, too. That was that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about you? I'm going to go with Kristen Stewart because, like... It's. I'm just glad we don't live in the world where she didn't get nominated for that movie, <laughs> and then we talk about it for like the next decade, like about the injustice that it was. So yeah, the the morning would have been really different for for everybody if she didn't get nominated. Definitely. Yeah, I would argue. Yeah, it's like just as great to see Kristen Stewart get nominated as it is to see Lady Gaga not get nominated for House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Jared Leto. Yeah, it was nuts that they did that. Yeah. yeah. I know. And Jared Leto. Yeah. I was so afraid of how House of Gucci doing well. Like, people were starting to predict it for picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That would have been... you. Like, people would have enjoyed my reaction if House of Gucci did extremely well. Mm-hmm. But I would have been very upset. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Like, when they first posted that, like, picture of Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, it, like, looked... Something about just that picture. I was like, this looks like a best picture nominee. <laughs> like, this is going to do so oh, yeah. well. Oh, we were predicting it all year. Yeah. I think they could have just pretended that the movie came out. Like, just kept that picture. Yeah. And people would have still nominated, like, the movie. Yeah. Because of what they, like, being excited for it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this movie's going to come out, right? Like, and then it just doesn't. And the trailer. Maybe they release it, like, after voting ends. Yeah, yeah. It was just a slow <laughs> collapse for that movie um <laughs> no the, the the second trailer like was also a bop yeah too. yeah like, it was a it bop? was looking good yeah really i never thought the trailers looked good it looked well they had like the they made it look campy and fun. yeah it looked dumb and fun and like kind of i don't know cheesy but i was immediately like this is not this has no chance <laughs> i don't see this going very far but yeah we should have known when it was like when it had like the title cards that were like betrayal <laughs> lust <laughs> sex like all that stuff like that yeah, yeah. we should have known i think um jeff did you any have did you have any uh, surprises oscar morning or <laughs> yeah so i i absolutely did not look at anything <laughs> oscar morning about the oscars um i did the only the only surprise i had was that i saw later on that um french dispatch did not really get anything that was a surprise yeah, was a so that was the only surprise because that was the yeah. only thing i saw no, I wouldn't say that's the best surprise because I didn't yeah. like that movie. Um, yeah, fuck that movie's production design. <laughs> uh, this next one comes from Taylor, a.k.a. What would you do if when you okay so he said yes would go? That's their username. Uh, it's what's your favorite number? Uh, hmm. What's you guys' favorite number? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this one on air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got a dirty mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about, yeah? Anybody, anybody want to take a stab? Um, I'm gonna go six. Six. <sighs> Any? Okay. Hmm. All right. Ninety-four for the nine, upcoming ninety-fourth Academy Awards <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go sixty-four. Hmm. It's like a nice, like, solid. I don't know some, something about it. I what? like eight times eight. I like that. You know, sixty four <laughs> is like 
That's like the number that whenever if you're in first grade and you're like I'm thinking of a number one through one like one through one hundred, it's it's always, always sixty four. It's like sixty four. Is it? Yeah. Or seventy two. It's like the default number. Yeah. Hmm. Seventy two yeah. is a like good one too. Two. That's, that's yeah. Just the mess with everyone. <laughs> I think I would like to do a slight variation that is perhaps just as agreeable, but sixty eight. Okay. That's a nice ah. one too. Why sixty eight? Each number is yeah. even. <laughs> it's it's I don't know. I actually don't know how like divisible it is by stuff uh-huh. probably not as much as 64 yeah. deceptively not divisible aesthetically by it's stuff. a good number yeah mm-hmm. i was yeah. going by aesthetics like 68 would win best production yeah. design <laughs> yeah it wouldn't quite pull off the best picture no but yeah not quite i mean that's texts. that's 17 i don't we know about know. 17 17 17's not mm. <laughs> well no because 17's like original it's kind of avant-garde i like 36 <laughs> to be honest because it's real, it's like hmm. three, six. I mean, it's something off balance. Nine times four. Thirty six. Thirty six is kind of like yeah. the Joker of numbers. <laughs> Ninety nine is like an asshole. Like he's just <laughs> like dangerously oh, yeah. close to one hundred. <laughs> like you got to stay away yeah. from from him. I think we're we can all agree yeah. that three. Ninety nine is, is like like they're saying their favorite film is Fight Club, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a Joker poster in their room. Yeah. Like they have the potential to be like a good a good letterbox film person but yeah. they're just like stuck watching like the joker and fight club <laughs> yeah but you just see they review it every day joker a new review um i mean the the basics one through ten though like yeah can't really go wrong can't there. go wrong um the forrest gump of numbers well i don't know about mm-hmm. that um <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah that, no i was just like the, the most accessible that's the first yeah. thing I thought Crowd of. Pleasing. You're like everyone knows Every, the best film. They ever. all know one. Babies two, are three, familiar. Five. Yeah, babies are familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this next one comes from Gavin Gibson, and it's: Do you have a favorite music video? Um, I'm curious. Like, do you guys pay attention to music videos? <laughs> do you have one? Music videos? Not really, honestly. <laughs> no. I feel like I have one buried, but I just haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why I ask. I don't have an answer myself. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I have one. Yeah. Um, if this if this counts, but uh, the minivan highway sketch on Tim and Eric. <laughs> I don't. Wait. Know what you're talking about? But it, wait. If you're gonna go there, well, then, then it's like then, one minute. It's a one minute YouTube okay, Google search. Wait. If you're gonna go there, then all my favorite music videos are directed by Eric Wareheim. Okay. Like, okay. Wishes by Beach House, great. The the Parisian Goldfish by Flying Lotus one. Okay. Remember that one He's... where they just get naked and fuck? Like that's. Oh a- yeah. He directs yeah, yeah, yeah. those videos. <laughs> He's directed some music videos, and they're like really funny. Wow. And, like very odd. They're fantastic. I had no idea. That's amazing. I've probably seen the Flying Lotus one, but. Oh, and, and the Pond de Flore by uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, oh, Major man. Laser. Yeah, that's great. That one's a classic. Damn. Um, cool. That's a, that's a good answer for this <laughs> question. Um, I think that's going to do, though. That's all the questions we got. Um, well, I actually do have one right. more question mm. for the Oscar expert. <laughs> Singular. Let's hear it. Uh, who is the best Oscar? That's... You have... The nominees Ugh. are Oscar Wilde, hmm. Oscar from Sesame Street that lives in that trash can, uh, Oscar Isaac, and Oscar De La Hoya. Hmm. It's, I think it's a tough one between Grouch and Isaac. Yeah. 
I might have to say Grouch because he was like the OG Oscar to me. Definitely. Like yeah. whenever I heard someone's yeah. name that was Oscar, I would think of the Grouch. Right. Uh, I mean that makes sense because that's actually who Oscar Isaac <laughs> is named after. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, might, wait. I mean, Sesame Street's like older than Oscar Isaac, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the right. logic checks out perfectly. Be. Well, look, like Oscar the Grouch taught us. I think the Oscar the Grouch was the first Oscar. Oscar and the, the Oscars are named after Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. It taught us about self-esteem, where somebody thinks that they yep. deserve to live in the garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're taking out their frustrations by being a, a crabby old curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it teaches us not to Which... be like that. That's why we've grown up in a generation that does that isn't the Ebenezer Scrooge. You know? Yeah. Everybody's... It, it really shaped who we are, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was beautiful. What is Oscar Isaac? Wow, that was really great. <laughs> <laughs> what did? He... Yeah. Um, cool. Well, on that note, uh, that's gonna wrap things up for this podcast. Um, do you guys have any like other like closing notes on the academy or anything moving forward? Mm. Or no? I have a question for you. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> if you could give an Oscar to any of the posters on your wall which one would get it and why <laughs> i i'd give it to that cow i don't know if you can see the cow one behind me but oh yeah it's a cow within a cow but it's yeah it's like spots are other cows <laughs> and then the spots cow on that section. cow yeah yeah i think that's literally what it was called but that one definitely oh. <laughs> definitely would get the oscar the other one on I top of that i painted too. myself and i can't i can't say that can't give myself oh, I the wish Oscar. It wasn't pixelated, so I could, so I could screenshot. It oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell it as an NFT. And make it my profile picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've already, I've done yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, it was a, it was a pleasure. Uh, I'm looking forward to your Oscar stream. Uh, do you guys have anything to plug before you head out? The channel. The <laughs> <laughs> Oscar expert on YouTube. Yeah, the Oscar expert on YouTube. Awesome. Um, sweet. Well, you guys can check them out on YouTube. Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Before Jeff says anything, uh, I just wanted to do our usual wrap-up because we didn't do it with the Oscar experts. Uh, first off, the movie for next week is going to be Free Guy. It's on HBO Max. You guys should check it out. I heard it's bad, but it should probably be a fun episode. Uh, second off, we like to read a review to encourage you guys to leave reviews because we love hearing what you guys have to say about the podcast, unless it's negative. In that case, do not send in a review. This review comes from Sakari in Canada. Subject line is Carson is a silly goose, five stars, and it reads Carson is a silly goof or silly goose. Jeff is cool, funny movie podcast. Go burr. So thank you, Sakari, for that lovely review. And lastly, we just want to thank the patrons over at uh, patreon.com slash carscast. Even though I planned to record this, I did not pull up the patrons on Patreon. But in the meantime, I'll just list off some of the cool perks. You can get exclusive bonus episodes twice a month, Q&As, where you get your question answered in these real episodes. You may have noticed that in today's episode. We had some patron questions. And that's one of the cool perks. And some of the others include uh, shout-outs at the end of every episode, which I'm about to do. As soon as I log into the Patreon account and Zoom Hangouts that we do every month 
what was my password that uh we just did one and it was really fun oh my god i have to verify this device in my email give me one (laughs) um we just did a zoom hangout in uh yesterday and we played geoguessr and we talked about batman and it was a really good time oh my god it was the other email this is hilarious. Anyway, if you have been looking for a reason to join the Patreon, if over these last few years you've been like, ah, oh, I just don't know if I should, you know, bite the bullet, become a patron. Oh my God, what, what was the password to my other email? Um, <laughs> should I just re-record this? Uh, <laughs> just please let me in. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely keeping this. Um, now is a great time to do it. Literally, what was it? I'm not gonna spell it out loud. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna go on my phone. Now is a good time to. D- oh my god, it's logged out on my phone too. Oh my. Oh wait, thank God for Face ID. Um. Oh, God. Anyways, uh, you know, I'm just going to cut this. I have to figure out my password. (laughs) Okay, figured out my password. Uh, I actually reset a whole new password. Anyway, thank you. Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Blake Root, Camilla, Coop, David, David, Sir, Eden, Eli, Brow, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Goodnight Tail, Grant Gow, Harry Remedy, Nakis, Jaden Easton, John Van Hout, Judith, KDT, Let's Change the Google Search Results for PTA, Liv Rob, Lou Hattie, Luke Warren, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Marilee Borslow, Meridian, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Nora B, Owen Felton, Riley Ost, Stella Perry, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor, aka What Would You Do If When You Okay So He Said Yes Would Go, The Raccoon from Airbud, Seventh Inning Fetch, Tom Likes Beans, Vagard Strom, West Kinley, Wiley Todd, Xavier Fossier, Yusuf A, Zoinks, Zoe Hernandez McDonald, and ZZZ. Sorry, I'm finally getting a good night's sleep thanks to GeoSleeper. Thanks, everybody. Uh, anyways, back to the podcast. Uh, I I do not Carson run quests. Really, you don't have the closing to to say. Uh, oh, I'd like the thing. <laughs> no, I yeah, the, the, the say you say every it, day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. I like that. Cool.